Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's edition of KDHL's AM Minnesota program. Well, we've got a couple of uh, regulars <laughs> in studio today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, AAUW, all the great things that they do. Tomorrow, John Sherwin, our police chief, will be in studio. He'll probably be wearing a gun, so I better be on my best behavior tomorrow. Friday, still looking to uh, book that show. I was just talking to Jerry about that. By the way, next Thursday, Dr. Parker, South Central College president, will be back. We miss her. She was on regularly a few years ago. It's good to have her back. Next Wednesday, I travel to Northfield and Pete Mergens, who I saw at the volleyball match last night between Faribault and Northfield, told me he's going on a nine-day vacation up north fishing just to get, get away. Just a getaway, which he, he deserves. So he said, just head on over to the chamber office in Northfield next Wednesday because I won't be around. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Surprise, surprise, I can't read Jerry's writing here. John Dvorak is his guest next Tuesday. I can't read, uh, I can't read what he wrote here. It has something to do with uh, DNR. On Monday, Rice County Attorney's Office will be in studio talking about domestic violence awareness. Sadly, we have to have a domestic violence awareness month, which is this month. I mean, don't you think that's sad that we have to have that? Anyway, uh, I have, uh, let's see, who do, who do I who do I have here in studio? We've got Karen Rasmussen and Kathy Larson in studio today. From the AAUW, they were here last week talking about a Legion Auxiliary event. How'd that go, Kathy? Oh, it was wonderful. Our uh, guest, uh, Brigadier General Stephanie Horvath, was there, and her mom and one of her twin daughters. And uh, the whole audience, I think, appreciated the complete uh, um, event that we had. We had delicious food and uh, Listening to the speakers, Virginia Van Sluis also talked about the hometown banners and how that got started. And uh, we had wonderful donated uh, items that people had given us, and we were very pleased with it. Next year, we hope we have even more people to join in and understand why uh, it's very necessary that we remember the veterans and their families. A lot of people don't realize that they go through a lot of hardships and we never really know about them. And so we we want to be here to help them. So it was good. Karen, you want to make a comment too? Yeah, how did it go, Karen? I thought it was excellent. We were able to pull off a surprise. Uh, We had a banner made for Brigadier General Horvath. Her picture is going to be a much longer, younger than she is currently, but she was just 
stunned, she said, in a very good way. She just couldn't believe it, that we will have a banner flying or on a post next to uh, the Veterans Memorial come Veterans Day till next Memorial Day. Wow, um, very cool. Our American Legion Auxiliary has honored female veterans. Nobody could have her back around. to be the keynote speaker on that day. Uh, for veterans, I have no Day. idea. She's uh, from Egan, and uh, so we were very proud and honored that she came and she, spoke with us. She, she gave was, a good speech. She was very much honoring the auxiliary and the work we do, and she also described her daughters starting tomorrow are going to D.C. to see the war memorials. And so she described each one of them and how it can make a person feel. And it was, we uh, actually probably recruited some members from that luncheon. Well, that's very cool. They were so, so impressed with the work that the auxiliary does. Yep, and they should be. Speaking of impressed, AAUW has been around for how long, Kathy? 98 years here in Faribault. It started actually at the Hutchinson House. And uh, one of the people, uh, one of the Hutchinson's family. And so we're very excited that we can continue. We're looking for our 100th anniversary. And, Just a couple you know, of years away. Yeah, 2025. I mean, yeah. Yes. We'll, February 25th, 2025. Wow. Yeah, You're going to have to have a big shindig. Well, I hope so. And then, of course, one of our very um, beloved members, uh, May Botke, is the same age. So we are... You know, always honoring her each year. And, of course, she does have a banner up because AEUW uh, sponsored her as a community member who has really given all the years. She's lived here for 77 years and influenced people. And she knows if you give her your ad, your anniversary <laughs> or birthday, she will remember it. She is just a phenomenal member Even in and her a 90s. teacher. Even in her 90s. Yep, 98. She's going to be 99 in November. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. so we're really proud of that. So Karen and I are very much um, active, very active members in both uh, American Legion Auxiliary and AAUW. And we're here to promote today our Halloween breakfast that we've had going now for, I think, what? This will be the ninth year. Ninth, going on 10th year. And this is for scholarships for girls and women right here in our community. And I think I'd like to have Karen talk a little bit about the uh, three young women who received uh, $1,500 scholarships from us this spring. So would you do that, Karen, and tell us? Uh, Yes, we are honored. We have not been able to give out scholarships uh, since 2020, but... COVID. uh, COVID. Um, So we were making up for some lost time. Uh, We were... So honored to be able to give Kennedy Tutak a scholarship. She's a student at Hamlin University, and she's working on a bunch of research projects, one of which last school term she was working on a seaweed-type thing that they found uh, was doing some damage to cancer cells. And this summer she was working on a project because they're finding that metformin does not break down in, in the water system. And so she's mm-hmm. she's got a lot of projects, and she wasn't sure whether she was going to be a neuropsychologist or uh, doing research. 
And so she's got a bright future ahead of her. She's over a four-point student. And uh, she was... BA grad. Yes. And she I remember was, her playing volleyball. She's still playing volleyball. Yep. And uh, we also get honored Kendra Albers, who is a student that is pursuing a nursing degree. And her mother and sisters are also nurses. So I believe she has some idea what she's getting into. And Madeline Yetzer, who is a um, business admin student that wants to own her own business like her dad does. Well, I'll be darned. We're going to visit more with these ladies when AM Minnesota continues. Right now, I need to get our opening market report or Jerry will have my head. Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency in Nearstrand protects all things that are important to you. Northland Buildings, quality post-frame construction. Head to northlandbuildings.com. And Lance at L&K Concrete LLC in Faribault. Operated locally, owned and operated. They have custom concrete, flat work, handyman services. They bring out the best in your outdoor spaces. They'll do things for the farm. They pour shop floors, aprons for the pole building, approaches for tractors. High quality work. More information available at L-K-ConcreteLLC.com. That's L-K-ConcreteLLC.com. Corn futures are higher, soybeans, cattle, and hogs are all trading some degree of mixed. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. Take your corn yields to the max with superior genetics and next-level performance. Explore one-of-a-kind hybrids from MX Series Corn by Stein. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are mixed this morning on bull spreading with nearby contracts up and deferred months down. The trade's monitoring U.S. harvest activity and planning conditions in South America with at least some rain in the forecast for dry parts of Argentina and Brazil. China did buy 132,000 tons of U.S. beans this morning. November's up five at 1301 and three quarters. January's four and a half higher at 1320 and three quarters. December bean meals up three dollars twenty cents at four oh two seventy. December soybean oils thirty two points higher at fifty five sixty seven. Corn's up. Near term U.S. harvest forecasts are favorable, but there is a chance of a shift to a wetter pattern next week. Ethanol margins remain positive. With weekly production numbers out shortly. December uh, corn's up uh, four and a quarter now at four ninety three and a quarter. March is four and a quarter higher at five oh eight. And wheat's higher with another round of support from mostly higher global prices and talk of new demand for U.S. wheat. Nothing surfaced, though, yet. December Chicago's nine higher at 579 and a half. Continuing to see diverging demand expectations, December cotton's down 101 at 82.22. November rice is up five and a half at 15.91. Live cattle are up and feeders are mixed at a widespread direct business. Asking prices this morning are 185 plus live. December lives 40 higher at 187.25 and February's up 15 at 191.15. November feeders are steady at 250.45. January's down 50 at 252.30. And hogs are mixed, mostly lower, unable to follow through on some early gains with uncertainties about sustained pork demand. December's down 12 at 67.42. February's 30 lower at 71.75. Brown AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. Some of our other KDHL agri-boosters include TNW Towing, your air cushion recovery experts, and 321Fence. In Faribault, go to 321FenceINC.com and start the countdown to your next fence project. 
That's 321fenceinc.com. On our AM Minnesota program this morning, we have Kathy Larson. We have Karen Rasmussen. In our spacious, beautiful studios just off Central Avenue in downtown Faribault, you have to step away from this program in a minute or a couple of minutes or you, you can't hear the whole show in its entirety live. We will have a recording of this up on our website under the AM Minnesota On Demand tab. You just click on that, click on AM Minnesota, and the program will be up there probably. I'm, I'm going to try and get it up earlier today than I typically do. Hopefully I can get that accomplished. Tomorrow again, Faribault Police Chief John Sherwin will be my guest. I'm sure he'll be armed. So I better be on my very best behavior. I better be on my best behavior now, too. I got a couple of ladies from AAUW. I was just asking them how many members there are in the local chapter of AAUW, which will be 100 in 2025. And you said 40, right? Yes, we're down to 40. There were quite a few more, but, you know, people move away and pass away. Pass away, yeah. And it's hard getting the younger generation to join. It is. They're, they have different um, priorities. You know, no. Aspects, and um, it is difficult. But Not all bad, I will say. You know, oh, no, no. It's a whole different generation, so we have to go with it. And hopefully, we'll still continue and make our 100th anniversary. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it doesn't die. It's done so many great things, right? AAUW? Yes. Over the years, they've we've done uh, of course the book sale for many years. We've done, um, started the library, Friends of the Library started Grows, came from there, um, had many different activities for young girls and we had um, college visits that we took girls on. I mean, I've got a whole list as, you know, the of the many, many Activities that we've done right here in the community. You still sponsor the Girl yes. Athlete of the Year, right, or something like that? Oh yes, we do the Athlete of the Year at Faribault High School. Yes, the female athletes. So, yes, we've always been very supportive of the girls and women in our in our community of Faribault. We're very proud of that. And what we are here today too is to advertise and invite people. Please come to our Halloween omelet breakfast. It's this. It's Sunday, October 29th, from eight till twelve o'clock at the Fairville American Legion, and the Sons of the Legion do the preparation with some of our help. Made to order, you can just select what you want in your omelet of various meats and vegetables. We have big muffins that we um, purchase for just for this event. Breakfast uh, potatoes, cheese sauce, salsa. Milk, juice, and coffee. So Make what a bargain. $15 are pre-sales, but at the door they're 18 So please find somebody who can sell you a ticket. Can I get one at the Legion? Oh, yes. At the Legion is yes. where they have them also. But if you talk to any of us who are in AEUW, we should have the tickets. Uh, children un- 9 and under are only $6. So that's uh, a bargain there, too, because I know some nine and eight-year-olds that have big appetites so they would get a full meal and of course we give out little candy goodies too for halloween and a special this year we're going to have mimosas and bloody marys available for only 550 so if you want a little you know extra hit on your meal (laughs) you can order those too so 
anyway, we invite the community. This is for scholarships for girls and women right here in Fairville. Thank you. And Karen mentioned in the first segment some of the ladies that received a scholarship recently. Yes. Uh, Kennedy Tutak, Kendra Albers, and Madeline Yetzer. Uh, last year we had a display board of the scholarship winners who we have presented scholarships to uh, right here in Faribault for 20 women since 2016. And they were at least a minimum of $750, which this breakfast definitely helps support and Kathy mentioned that the pre-sale price was $15 and at the door will be $18 so a couple that would ordinarily pay $30 for pre-sale tickets would have to pay 36 well that extra $6 could pay for your mimosa or bloody mary at the bar <laughs> so it might be uh, advantageous to uh, get your tickets early our cutoff for the pre-sale tickets is next Monday, the 23rd. We will not be selling pre-sale tickets after that time. So you have to get your tickets by Monday. If you're going to pay in advance. If you're going to pay in advance. Yes, you can still pay at the door. And we've been very fortunate to apply for Thrivent Impact uh, Visa cards for action teams. And so... And we also have gotten a donation from Quick Trip. So that's helping to pay for our muffins. So we, we've we ordered 300 muffins of uh, 100 uh, each of uh, the pumpkin streusel with caramel drizzle and double chocolate and blueberry. And they're three and a half inches in diameter. So you'll probably get your $15 almost worth just getting the muffin. And also, with some of the Thrivent money, of course, we get the placemats and the napkins and to make it all with Kathy's centerpieces and decorations, we go all out to make it a Halloween decor. And we are able to get this year, in addition to candies and all the other stuff, uh, flavored coffee creamers. So that's going to be something new on our omelet table. And so... That another reason to come to our breakfast. And that's on Sunday, October 29th. Correct. And the hours are? From 8 to 12. So please come. And if you are doing something else the rest of the day, come right away at 8 o'clock. Have your breakfast. Enjoy company. We've noticed a lot of people that come year after year love to sit there and visit with each other. And it's become really a community event um, and I think just the idea of helping our youth, helping our younger generation because college is so expensive and you know just having some acclimation that we are you know helping them I think that does a lot for the young people so that they know that um, they have support and you know they are our um, future and we need to help them. So. Karen you remember where you're tuition was at, in college? All around um, my student loans were around $2,300, $2,400. Total? Total. For the whole four years? Yes. Well, I finished in three and a half. <laughs> An advanced student, of course. <laughs> Which school did you go to? Uh, Montana State University mm -hmm. in Bozeman. Wow. Yeah. 
That's where I met my country. husband, and uh, he was a little bit ahead of me, so he kind of took classes to extend his time so he could graduate at the March of 74, and he was commissioned into the Marine Corps right after that. So we moved to Quantico, Virginia. Right out of college. Right out of college. Mm-hmm. But that was an interesting experience. Yes. Yeah, we... When we were driving across 94 in Montana, it had snowed and it was kind of icy. And we had purchased a brand new car because we were going to be traveling quite a lot. And so there was so much ice and slush frozen built up under the wheel wells when it was going to take a turn into a off of an exit. It was very hard to turn the car because it was so built up with so much ice. And, of course, they would have power steering in 1974. So, And then we get to Virginia, and we get to see the cherry blossoms. So, you know, it was... How long did it take you, you remember? Well, we stopped and saw a lot of the family that was still around back then. They, some of them have moved away, and so it wouldn't be quite the same trip anymore. But uh, we happened to visit his aunt and uncle in Michigan. She's now 100 years old. She's still wow, in Michigan. very cool. And she was an Army nurse in World War II. We stopped and saw one of his mom's cousins in Dayton, Ohio. Xenia tornado was the day before. And so Xenia, Ohio was wiped off the map that day. Wow. And so um, then we got to visit with uh, one of my mother-in-law's cousins also that was in Alexandria, Virginia, and he was a Navy captain, but he was a graduate of the Annapolis Naval Academy, and he was the officer of the day on one of the uh, ships that was at Pearl Harbor on December 7th. Quite a history, right? It is. It's awesome. You're talking about cost. I was just recalling (laughs) that credit when I went to school was 64 to 68, um, I did. I went to school right in my hometown of Wapato, North Dakota. We have a North Dakota State School of Science. It's a junior college, trade tech, and a big nursing and dental hygiene uh, program there. Very successful, very well known. Anyway, uh, living at home, it was easier, you know, because they stayed at home. But I had scholarships. And then I also had... Um, uh, program back then where if you taught so many years after you were, you know, your education, you could have so much of your loan taken care of. So I was very lucky. And then I, of course, I worked part-time jobs in between. I finished my education at Moorhead State College, which is now Moorhead State University. Right. And I was the first of five of our family of six to finish in Moorhead State. My other brother went to NDSU in Fargo. So we were all very lucky to go ahead and get our education. Our dad was a teacher at Wapaton, North Dakota State School of Science for 43 years. And he was over mechanics. He taught mechanics, diesel, fuel, um, welding, sheet metal. And so we were always, I think, in the, in the realm of education and education field. So we all felt very dedicated. So three of us became teachers. The other three went into more lucrative professions, but <laughs> we all appreciated the fact we could get an education. So. Yeah, well, yeah. my dad didn't even graduate from high school. 
you know, and it was common for that generation. Yes, it was. And so it was emphasized at our home that we were going to graduate from high school. Excellent. Which nowadays it's not really that big a deal, is it? Graduating from high school? I mean, everybody pretty much can if they want to. There are a lot of opportunities if they don't want to stay in the classroom for alternative schools in this community. Absolutely. You remember what tuition was at uh, Moorhead State? Um, I'm just curious. I believe like two or three thousand dollars something like that that was the total yeah and nine a credit nine dollars a credit that's something yes and you may hit the nail on the head it's getting more and more expensive i don't know how some people afford this well and i just heard too that uh, in wisconsin they're closing some universities and in fact in some one some that they're keeping open they're going to a two-year degree so it's changing the face of you know our education, what I wish is that more people would emphasize the vocational and technical, um, you know, part of schooling. I think a lot of people think just college is all you should be doing, but we need more people that know how to do things, how to fix things. Um, my dad was a person like that, even though, you know, in a trade school where you were, had the um with all to figure out things he was a problem solver right and we need more of that today vocational in high school and beyond so i don't know if you ladies know the answer to this question but if i only have a two-year degree am i qualified to be a member of aauw yes you are associate's degree is now welcomed into aauw it wasn't before it wasn't before it was some year in the Teens, 20, with a one and a, another number. I don't remember exactly which year we we switched to um, welcoming the two-year degrees. Well, that's good. Otherwise, you would have probably kind of pushed yourselves out of business. Well, I think, too, it gives a lot of people opportunities that they may not have had before. Yeah, an education is an education. Well, it is. And the fact that maybe... Uh, your degree was two years, but, you know, you were very capable of doing a lot of other things. And I think that we're very happy it's that way. We're very happy that we welcome people with a two-year degree. So if you're interested, contact Kathy Larson, and I would be happy to sign you up as a member. We need more good people. We're called the American Association of University Women. However... We're not just strictly American, we're worldwide, around the globe. It's not really an association because we're called affiliate branches now. And um, we're not just for women. We also invite men. In fact, a number of men have served on our uh, state board for AAUW and have had a lot of input into some of the things that we've needed to have as far as financial or legal and uh, so we've appreciated their assistance in helping us more or less thrive. Sounds awesome. Or at least keep alive. (laughs) Yeah. Again, the, the, what do you call this? The, The benefit breakfast? Halloween breakfast? It's called a scholarship benefit Halloween omelet breakfast where you make whatever you want. You can have onions and 
mushrooms and oh, yeah. green peppers, uh, green pepper and cheese, and, and you know, it's sausage. It's, it's a nice array of um, sure. items to put in, and you won't go home hungry. Nope. Breakfast potatoes. With yep. cheese sauce, salsa. salsa. Are you getting hungry, Gordy? Yeah, my stomach's <laughs> kind of growling over here. <laughs> a couple of minutes from from the end of the program, is there anything we didn't touch on that you ladies wanted to talk about? I think we've covered it. Just that yep. please come and join us. This is one of our worthwhile um, activities, events, and it goes back into our community for our girls and women. Thank you very much. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, since a, a lot of our membership in Faribault is older, this year we have started having our meetings in the afternoon at 2 o'clock because they don't like to drive at night. Uh, we're looking at having our Christmas party in the evening and the picnic at the end of the year. We meet monthly on the fourth Monday, except if there's a holiday like Christmas or something in the Memorial Day, we go up to the third Monday, but uh, we meet during the school year from September to April in uh, the Carlander Room of the Rice County Historical Society Museum, and uh, we're very thrilled that we get to use that room and mm-hmm. and talk about our upcoming breakfasts, and we, we do voter during the election years, we yeah. do the candidates forum and that sort of thing. So That's coming up, isn't it? It is. It will be. And mm-hmm. we do have um, programs almost every month that are very informative. Our program now coming up on next Monday, we'll have Joel Olson, who is a Faribault um, resident, grew up here, who is now the principal of the Faribault Senior High School. So he will speak to us and... Uh, we have very good speakers that come and, and give us a highlight. Last month, it was the librarians from oh, here. Awesome. Appreciate that very much. Let's skip that. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.